Oops, I just we're we're live. Well, that <laughs> bell can only mean one thing. Either it's dinner time or that's Mr. Jason over there. Oh, that's right, Mr. Craig. That is right. Guess, guess what? Mm, chicken butt? <laughs> yes. We're about to get inclined to make the first year fine with Bill Klein. Flap it on the griddle and flip it over with a spatula. For Rizzo. Buckle up, it's the Insurance Dudes Podcast. Well, if it isn't Bill Klein. Bill Klein. BC. I don't have all the fancy shit like you guys do. <laughs> you don't need it. He comes out cussing. Although I'm, I'm digging the hair bands. I'm, I'm, I'm digging the hair band back there. That's, that's cool shit. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. Here he so, is. Bill, you're here. I'm you here. made it. Yeah. I'm trying to decide when to go to the Dagon Hospital. The, oh, what's no. going on? I woke up and my right eye is extremely double, like double vision. Like, I, can, <sighs> I, I can't like read like half the screen. But it's just a stroke. It's okay. I gotta oh, first. well, then no big deal. <laughs> I mean, gotta sell some insurance, you know. I, mean, I, I got life insurance. I got no kids, but I got life insurance. Right. <laughs> insurance well, if you're like kind of makes me uh, woozy sometimes. Uh, if you're like most agents, you have a lot of life policies. I can't, I can't buy anymore. The. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Without, you know, full, full underwriting. And I was sandbagging it to this year. That way I get one, you know, this year. (laughs) So, Bill, take us back. What got you into the industry and and what brought you up to this point? What, but before that, when you were even younger, what concert did you go to? What was your first concert? Well, I don't know about the first coolest concert. No, no, the first one. It's not it's supposed not to be cool. Bad the, one. First, the first ever, uh, it was a Christian one. I was a good church boy back then. Uh, I think it was like DC Talk or something back in the night. There 90s. you go. Yeah. Nice. Dude, that's, the, that's another Christian band. That's so crazy. Somebody yeah. just said right before. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. I grew up oh. in the Christian music scene, so. Well, yeah, well uh, I, DC, back in uh, the Jesus Freak DC Talk days. Yeah. Yeah, back then. I still like them. I still think they're good. Yeah. Nice. Well, okay. So to the insurance business, what what brought you here? Because you were a weren't you a you were a process or no, you're I'm no you tell us. You tell us what you were. (laughs) (laughs) He listens so well. Uh, Good thing he's married. Uh uh, I was a well prior military and uh I got really used, of course, to, you know, helping people and such. Uh, and then got out of the military. I was, got, I was you know, used to making 1400 bucks a, a month, you know, in the military, including, you know, food and, and everything they provided, of course. And I got out of the military. I'm like, well, this sucks. I want to make some money. Uh, joined the car business, you know, 13 years of, let me mute this, uh, 13 years of car business. 
uh, loved it. It was great. Um, but now with the internet and things, the car business is not what it used to be. It's, it's heck, you can order cars on an app now. Um, so as far as, you know, selling cars, it isn't, I mean, customers have no loyalty to anything anymore. But, uh, and, the, and the margins just wasn't there anymore. So uh, I've been courted and courted and courted by other companies, you know, for years just for, and if I'm now I know it's the FSLs who need to make quotas of getting people just to, get offices. It wasn't like my talent or anything. It wasn't, you know, <laughs> or any kind of skill. It was just, let's get some sucker to, to put up his life savings and, and uh, do this. But uh, I don't know though. I mean, I, it seems like there's been a lot of military, like if you have a military background, seems that you do really well with this model because it, it comes down to those habits and that, in that, uh, that structure. Yeah. It seems I mean, that way. Well, I mean, and like you said, structure, I mean, yeah. my guys, you know, they, it took them a minute to learn, okay, at the end of the shift, we're going to fill out this paper and then we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And, and uh, yeah. uh, I've had a couple of candidates that flaked out on me. Well, no one runs an office like you do. Good. Because the ones you named off, they're not doing that great. So, right. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah the, uh, I got tired of the 12, 13 hour car business days, you know, with, 115 degrees on that pavement in August with, you know, it, just, I mean, just 80 hours a week for no good reason. No, no, I'm over. That's crazy. So, yeah. Um, I'd rather work my ass off for, for 18 years and then get out of this thing. So there you go. With an asset. In the car lot. <laughs> That's awesome. So how long has it been? When, what year was that, that you, that you started? Uh, December, 2018 was, was month one. Nice. Yeah, so and I actually made it 13 months. Woo! I 13. <laughs> 13. What were the biggest lessons you learned over the last year? Um, finances. Of course, this is my first ever like business, business, business. So budgeting, um, uh, budgeting in particular. Uh, but I had a lot of, I don't know if Craig told you about some of my pitfalls of opening. I had the stereotypical you know, all the staff, no call, no show the first week. Right. Um, <laughs> I, I've been through it, you know, this, this past year. So having to adapt and overcome as the internet, mm -hmm. as the army says, will uh, and, uh, <laughs> claw, you'll claw from the depths of bankruptcy. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and I think, you know, especially starting scratch, whether it's with this company or, or any company, the plan that you put in place and then what actually happens are two different oh, things. I like you know, cash flow model. Yeah. Okay. Right. That's yeah. I mean, you put this cat, you put all this stuff together and it, and everything looks great. And then you open and a lot of things won't work the way that you had anticipated. And, uh, but, but time rolls on and the clock starts, you know, and the, the clock is ticking on, on um, whatever kind of commissions you have or, or whatnot. And so what we are, what we try to tell everybody, and I mean, I just most recently opened a scratch also, and, and as did Jason, but is, you know, if you want, if you want three staff, which in my opinion is way too few, um, then you better have eight hired. You know, if you want eight, you better have 16. And if you want right. 16, you better have 40 because guess what? you're going to end up where half of them don't show up, half of them quit, yep. 
F them realize what the hell, this is the worst sales job I could ever possibly have. <laughs> a lot of different things, you right. know, and, so, and that's just the staffing part. You know, then there's technology and then there's all kinds of other things that can, that can uh, go not as planned. So it, it is a struggle. And I think that, you know, anybody who's listening, who's, who's planning on opening soon really needs to over plan, over plan, yeah. you know, shoot way, way beyond. Yeah. I mean, this business is definitely Occam's razor at its finest. You know, <laughs> whatever happened will happen. And, yeah. and it's, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely just go with the flow. It, it, you just have to. There's just no other, no other way around it. So, it, yeah, budgeting was definitely my, my number one lesson I've had to learn. Um, that's, that's always the struggle with, you know, trying to catch up to the curves um, after such an opening. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah yeah but it is weird too because it's like you all like what came first the chicken or the egg you know what i mean like you wait to pull the trigger on some stuff to save money mm-hmm. but in the long run you're losing a ton of money because if you're gonna invest anyways in it you might as well go oh, yeah. earlier so you can get the revenue coming in you that's why to make it be it to get it to have it to make it to make it to have it it's yep yeah well, that's where the beauty of the credit card comes in. in the beginning. <laughs> you know, then you have 60 days from the day. I'm a sugar mama myself. Yeah. I, 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 need a, I mean, I'm never getting married ever again, but if I, if I find someone that might qualify for a sugar mama, it, it might happen. It just, well, <laughs> for all the, the uh, insurance dudettes out there, <laughs> has, has thrown down the gauntlet. He's looking for a sugar yeah. mama. <laughs> I have a motorcycle and a economy arts degree. Come holler at me. Yeah. <laughs> so what kind of, what, what kind of marketing have you been doing that, that you've seen as effective? Um, what kind of things have you seen that, that, that didn't quite work out? And I, and I wish I would have been able to do some kind of time machine, time warp, whatever, to give myself this message of, just because they say in my my um, regional thing was in Chicago. That was my one week regional thing. Mm-hmm. Just because in Chicago they said follow your cash flow and spend this much per month, it'll spit out this much money like a vending machine. That's not going to happen. And so mm-hmm. I wish I could record this message of, you know, no, you don't really have to pay that much for internet lead. You you really don't. It's no, you can. You can flip them off and say, no, I'm gonna, not going to spend that with you. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. So I, I spent so much in the beginning on the same name that's been recycled, as we know, 18,000 times. Mm-hmm. So the m- number one lesson I learned is, you know, find, you know, a couple. If you're doing some, you have, of course, you have to have multiple different baits in the water. You have to have multiple things to work on. So it's yeah, on the yep. internet lead game, find a couple you know, good companies that have a really flexible returns, you know, return policy and get the lowest price you possibly can. And if, and in like the regional matches that come up, you know, in the, through all state, like uh, my, our region had a, a triple match come up where I put in two grand and they tripled it. So now I have a $6,000, you know, all state lead marketplace thing just sitting there and I'll, I'll have to spend one nickel in in January. Um, and that just, and it worked out because I converted one of my CSRs to sales. So now I can spend not as much, 
to to get the same thing. So number one number one lesson for me is and uh, live transfers in my region just didn't work, especially because you you daggone established people bidding up the daggone things. <laughs> am I allowed to cuss? Am I am I allowed to say what I want to say? No, I don't know. Uh, I think so. It's the soldier in me. I, I want to say <laughs> I, soldiers are linguists. Um, <laughs> you, you establish people bidding up the stupid things to 150 a piece in my region. No, I'm not going to pay that. It's just right. $150 a live transfer. That's what it was. End of year. 150 a piece. Wow. Not doing that's, it. That's not, ludicrous. Not, well, I mean, yeah, that's the beauty of, of getting some sort of telemarketing system into place because that's what I did. I, I think I'm at like 14 bucks a transfer right now. I think yeah, that's around uh, where Jason is probably. Yeah, I, I have one. Uh, Maybe less. One in house too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's averaging four or five a day. There you go. That's yeah. awesome. That's I'm the way to do it. Age list and and requotes and you know and with Ricochet you have the recycled status or the no contact status. So I put him on the no contact after 21 days, the recycles and the the mailers here call them and let my salespeople worry about the new people, the new leads. And, and you focus on double vision. Say again, focus on your double vision. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like you have like four people on your chest. <laughs> he might. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on with this thing. It's, I don't know. I don't get, it's you gotta not, go to the- not, not enough vodka in my life. That's what it is. <laughs> You got to go to the doctor, man. Eh, well, okay. I'll, sleep, I'll sleep and I'm dead. Be okay. <laughs> there you go. Well, okay. So somebody starting off, what's, what's the one thing that you would offer as advice to somebody who is jumping in to the business and you're not allowed to say, don't do it. Oh no, I would definitely, I would do this again. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, take higher, better because for, just from my experience, I had six weeks to hire. That's all I had was six weeks. They were trying to push me to this December 1st opening. I told them from the jump I wanted it to be January. Uh, I had six weeks to find four with a license. Therefore, if they had a license and a pulse, they were hired. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's really how, how it came yeah. down to. Um, I knew three of them had no sales bones in their body. I knew it, but they had a license and a pulse. Um, so yeah. having more time to hire better um but it would have helped me so much um knowing and the the tools we have like you know using indeed better i was just using facebook hey who wants to sell something you know stuff so i don't know uh craig has that great um uh, interview checklist where Mm -hmm. we actually turn down somebody and make them almost leave and cry and then offer them a job if they try you got to make them cry. <laughs> it works. <laughs> one, it, works. <laughs> it works. It does. Yeah. It'll make you cry because in sales, we, we you know, there's no, there's no crying in insurance. Yeah. Hey, look, they're going to be <laughs> making 200 dials a day and, and 198 of them are going to be mean anyway. So they yeah. got to be able to handle it. Have you seen the insurance meme, uh, the dank in, insurance meme? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's the greatest shit ever in there. <laughs> great. But, I think I've I shared a couple it. into our insurance dudes group. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dank insurance memes. It's, it's great. Yeah. You got to follow it. It's, <laughs> it's, 
it's pretty sarcastic, but it, there's some good stuff. <laughs> oh, it's, it's great. Like, uh, there was one with Baby Yoda. Uh, and he's like, me hoping the prospect calls back. Or he, the prospect said he'd call back. And he's like... <laughs> <laughs> that's so story. funny that's no, awesome. it's, it's that or scotch i mean or that yeah. during scotch. <laughs> yeah well there yeah, you go i think i i think i i think that um when it comes to what we we've talked about leads and hiring when it really comes i mean that is everything right it goes back to the whole hiring training uh motivating and making it rain like so you really I think people underestimate each one of those. Like you really need to invest in hiring because that's everything, right? That's, that's your sales force. So you need to invest more time, more money, uh, get more granular with that, right? Don't just, you know, like you said, with the Facebook and stuff. I mean, when I first got into this, it was the same thing. I was not spending time on that. I was getting so caught up in a, like a one sale. And I was doing that. Like I was getting so caught up in these things that didn't propel the long-term vision um and as we keep talking to people i mean it's like you know the the hiring is a sale and it's you gotta sell you gotta you gotta go through all these uh, leads right the all these applicants they're like leads you gotta sell them on why they should work for you they gotta sell you on why too i mean but but still it's like but it's a game of it's a numbers game, just like, you know, just like sales is. You got to get those numbers in and, uh, yeah, invest in, in the leads. There's a lot to it. I think, I think that people don't dig deep enough. I know I didn't. It took me a while before I was like, oh, wait, I need to keep going deeper with this, going deeper with this. You know, like to your point, buying those expensive leads, it's like, well, I can't buy those expensive leads, but what can I do? I can, I can generate that within the agency. I can figure out how to do that instead of paying somebody else to do it. Well, I like it as a, almost like an apprenticeship into before I spend X dollars per hour and a licensing course, if I have to pay for that and plus feeding you people to talk to every day that you're, I'm I'm spending nine bucks a name or whatever it is. And you're going to blow out. 80% 80% of them, you know, if I'm lucky, you know, or let's start out with, let's see how you sound on a phone. Let's see if you're coachable. Let's see, you know, how much you can generate then. Okay, sweet. Yeah. If you, you've gotten me a hundred in a month. Okay. I've paid you $500, you know, for the transfers, let's say uh, 15 of them sold. Yeah. I paid you a little bit extra because they sold, but now I know, okay, look, you can fight. You can dig in the trench. You can, you, know, you can, you can beg, borrow, steal, whatever you got to do to get someone to stay on the phone long enough to get some information. Let's go. Okay, here's here's a two hundred dollar class. Here's here's this. Let's let's rock. Sure. Um, yeah. Oh, by yeah. the way, when you're when you're at your class, I need you to fill out fifty more of these quotes. <laughs> I mean, with your friends and your family and your your LinkedIn contacts and your whatever. That way, in your first week, you're off and running, not to spend a nickel. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and it's a higher contact load. So there you go. Getting there. Knowledge now. nugget. Knowledge nugget. Zero so top. what's the? Just drop. Just drop. What's on right my sleeve, there. man. What's on that? What's on that sleeve right there? 
just a whole bunch of stuff. I got I got most of my tattoos before I was 21. <laughs> so I was playing a lot of music at the time. And then I got most of them in one sitting. I got uh, this whole sleeve done in one sitting when I was maybe 17. I knew a tattoo guy came stayed at my good. house. It, I mean, it, it's not faded. It's, it looks good. Thanks. Well, it's, it is a little faded in person, but, uh, yeah. but, uh, I, I had to get it retouched up. Yeah. So I did a one, a one sitting thing and it just kind of bled all out and it looked horrible. <laughs> I, I am, I am pure. No you, tattoo. You are needleless. <laughs> needleless. I, I'm not a fan of the needles. I, I'm not anymore. Oh, Ugh. it hurts. No. I used to get Craig hammered and get what? What was what's a? Uh, I don't drink. Don't drink. Or, uh, no, fine. Get some water and we'll <laughs> yeah. get some virgin hammered on hydration. And, and what was it? Uh, water boy. Get like Roy Orbison on his ass or something like that. <laughs> yes. yeah. Or or the insurance dudes podcast like little icon right? You know the little the faces. Yeah, yeah that's that's what you got to do. I mean, uh, yeah. I'd be I honored to be. Weird. It'd be kind of weird to have Jason's face on my bed. But <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what my wife would say about that one. <laughs> Hopefully she's not back there that much. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Good point. Maybe, maybe that's a good place to end this thing. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, so J- Jason, how long have you been open? I well the the ECP has been open since uh, October first, and then I took over an agency back uh, November first, twenty sixteen. So three years. Like, what what three. would be some advice? Like, so this is my month fourteen, whatever this is, thirteen, fourteen, whatever it is. So going into this next six months, you know, I have two salespeople. I have the one telemarketer who's who I'm trying to put up through. So with this month 14 and like, and now I'm getting my renewals from that tragic opening. So I'm not really going to see much for the, for, for another couple months, you know, what is some advice for someone in my situation to, you know, to help because you know, money's tight on, on mid tier, <laughs> on mid tier month 14 money's tight. Yeah. So what's some advice to, um, I'm, I know I'm focusing more on ALR this year. I just didn't have time too much mm-hmm. last year. So on this year, I'm focusing on it more, and I have a much better EFS than I did before. Um, what, so what's some advice to help kind of grow these next, you know, six months to a year? I, you know, I, the, focus on the stuff that you can control. Um, all, so I would probably take a, take a deep dive into the numbers. Like what – so you're on mid-tier – and then there's mid-tier. a top tier, right? Yeah, yeah, mid tier, top, uh, mid tier, month fourteen. But you can get to top tier next month, right? Man, <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's a well, hundred it grand. Here. I mean, it's a hundred grand on on two people. I, I'd love for that to happen. I'm sure their paychecks would too. So yeah. this is what I would do. I would figure out, okay, so how much? If you need one more person to do that, um, how much would it cost to do that? I would figure out how much extra you'd be making at that point. Could you, could you do a loan to get there? And would you be able to break even within a few mo- a couple months, a few months of doing that? 
I'll and that's say part this. Of the learning. Man, that's part of the financial learning too is like most, because I looked into it last, uh, last year because I was still on top tier, but, and I had five salespeople at that point. And from the tragic opening, there was not much renewal there on month six. And it was like, ooh, payroll's Friday. How am I going to do that <laughs> kind of a situation? Um, and I found out most banks won't give much until you have one year. You know, they won't, they won't touch you. You know, unless you want a 24% rate, that's just not going to happen. So right. now that I have my one year in, then yeah, I have some options. I'm, I'm looking more for a line instead of a loan. That way the, the repayment's a little bit more flexible and oh. just draw out what I need instead of the full loan. Um, that's just some stuff I'm trying to learn. Yeah, I would. I, so I would, I, I would look into that, at least looking into numbers where if you hit that top tier, how much you know, how much it would take, what's your close ratio on the leads that you have now. Um, honestly, training every day, phone calls, like how can we, how can we sell, you know, 5,000 extra a person, um, hire, hiring. I would probably keep hiring because think about this. If you did find that rock star, you're like, dude, this guy's going to be amazing. Get him in there, get him on the phone. And if he can generate, like try to get him to pay for himself with generating calls or whatever. But if you find, like I would always, and this is the advice that I have not taken myself because I always say like, you always got to be hiring. Like there can never be a month that you're not hiring because that's the vulnerability, right? That's the vulnerability with every agency. And I did that. I opened up the agency. We had a, a solid staff and, um, a couple of things have happened in the last month and I could use like one or two more people. Well, what's the tail on that? The tail on that's at least, I would say a month to find one person at least. Right. So that's a one month. Then it takes a month to train the person, you know, so month three, they're golden, but so it, it's kind of a, a, a ramp up process. So I would just, even if you, can't afford it. I would be hiring no matter what pipeline. They at least say, Hey, I don't have an opening yeah. right now. Don't even say that. Huh. Yeah. I just, I just interview them as if you do. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. When can I start? Uh, mm -hmm. Yep. I'm interviewing well, a whole bunch of people. We'll let you know if you, if you do make it, if you found a rock star, would you find a way to pay, pay for him? I mean, there's a tail. Now I can. Like now I pain. have financial yeah. options where I can attempt to figure something yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. So I, I would well, probably do that. I, I would, and then I would probably get uh, more granular on the training. Mm -hmm. Like how often do you review calls and stuff like that? With a small team like that, you guys could probably, I do meetings every day, review those calls, um, see if you can get a really high close ratio with what you have. And then uh, that's where I'd probably start. Yeah. That's, That's a good place. Thanks. Start. Yeah. What would you say, Craig? Well, I was to his original question, which was focusing on the a the ALR or the, you know, the retirement stuff and, and some sort of process for that. We actually, that's why I was jumping up and down, not because <laughs> ah. which I do, <laughs> but I do. But, um, but, but one of the things that, that we've instituted is um, with agencies, you have agency Zoom, I'm sure, right? Yeah. 
Okay, so we have the, I've set up the follow-up process. So um, I can't remember. It's like a, it's like a sequence that, go, that doesn't go out, but it goes out to your team. And so I have, I just hired somebody who is, who is just all, her, her job is doing Build-A-Walls. Okay, so, so, she, so she gets a notification seven days after the sale, and she's also working the renewal list. So renewal, cancellation, and um, seven days after the sale. So what she does, she just did one today. She, she found somebody that has 80,000 at John Hancock. So, and it was, you know, right, like we just started her. But she has a lot of, she used to work for me before. Um, but so she, and she's super good at doing the Build-A-Wall. So um, she called them. She basically, we have the checklist. And I think Tolga put it in there, all the different things like verify yeah, e-bill, yeah, yeah. you know, drive-wise, all, all the different stuff. And, you know, whether you're, if you're a farmer, you know, whatever, all the little sign-up things um, that, that you do when you, so it's your checklist. So this is the catch-all to, to catch the, the issues. And then if there's any problems, thank them, tell them to, tell them to do a, a Google review, all that kind of BS, warm them up. And then, Hey, look, so I noticed that you have that they wrote you at 2550. Um, how did they come to that number? So they're, they're basically just redoing the build a wall. Cause a lot of times, you know, my sales guys are at the ECP are just boom, 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 close them, close them, close them. And they're not necessarily diagnosing need the way that it should be because that's not the design. But now we have somebody who sounds much more expertise and has a lot of experience and she just slows it down. And now they've, okay, they're paying 150. She runs the numbers and she goes, you know, you probably should be at 100, 300 based on the gap. Um, and now she's also uncovered the 401k and all this other stuff. So like the one she did today that I was listening, I was, I was sitting at her desk while she did it. And, and she's like, she moved them to 100, 300, but it's only an extra $15 a month. Well, now they've paid and they want to be here and they're willing to move 1500 bucks or $15 a month because it makes sense, right? She just spent a half hour and she's like, and they're like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. And, and she uncovered the the financial stuff which now just got shot over to my efs he's going to follow up and have an appointment and he already has the appointment like while we were while jason and i were talking earlier sorry jason i was texting my efs hey she should have sent you the appointment he said yes got it so you know the process once you that process is in place it starts working and especially when you're doing volume like we're at 106 items now earlier i told jason we were at 100 now we're at 106 um but <laughs> But you know, like that's a lot of, <laughs> no, but no, that, but that's a lot of that's a lot of little referrals that are going to go to her that she's going to do the build a wall on. Yeah, it's a nice catch. It's a nice catch all too, where having someone, yeah, the my account and the drive wise, she she's like service plus. Yeah, and she, you know, but that's her job from the customer service angle first of, Hey, I'm just, just making sure everything's signed up. Okay, cool. Oh, by the way. And, and, and get in there. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and so I made, and, and just if anybody is thinking about doing something like that, we get a lot of people listening. So um, I made a deal with her on pay. So I said, it's, look, it's, it's, it's a couple grand for, for your base pay plus 10 bucks per build a wall. So I showed her, well, if you do 40 build-a-walls, one an hour, 40 a week, that's an extra 400 bucks a week. So you're at 3,600 for the month, which isn't bad. And then I have each month, her pay is going down by 500 bucks, but the build-a-wall is going up. So next month is 1,515 per build-a-wall. Then it's 
then it's 1,020 per build a wall. And ultimately it's commission only, but 40 bucks a build a wall. So she can make a shit, a shit ton of money. And if we're doing, you know, if we're doing 200 build a walls a month, forget it. You'll find so, some. You'll, you'll, yeah, you'll find oh, man, we'll find a ton, you yeah. know? And so it's got to get back to those, those basics and a process and fundamentals. And, and you, you, it happens, you know, it's moving the needle. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the long answer. And now we're over. And, and a process. Yeah. Uh, like, I'd like to, to, like, that's a great process. I know you got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't have um, something in your office. You have the soundproofed studio office. I'm surprised you don't have. A, like, this yeah. is soup. I don't know if I should. Yeah. We need a, a chastity belt, like some sort of belt. <laughs> Stadium buddy. There's a right. product stadium, buddy. <laughs> I, I, I eat and breathe insurance. I have a, I have a catheter. I can't spend doing time off the phone. I need a catheter. <laughs> <laughs> well, love it. When, when I was in college, we had this, uh, uh, no, oh. I didn't drink. I was a good church boy back then. And we had this party where it was when 140s of King Cobra, you know, what King, you heard, heard I remember King Cobra from high school. Oh, yeah. It was a dollar six after tax. Yes. For 40 a King Cobra. We had a hundred of them in the bathtub and they decided to have, well, we, they called it toga just to have the toga word, but actually it was a depends party. Oh no. Oh yeah. That happened. <laughs> That's we so did funny. It. We did it where we took the Cobras or the Mickey's or whatever 40 right. we were in particular and we duct taped them to our hands and you weren't allowed to get it removed until it was empty. So you had two, two forty. <laughs> yeah. And man, after two forties, you're in trouble. Especially in that crap. <laughs> Which is precisely why I don't drink anymore. So <laughs> probably because of the duct tape forties. So Bill, we're gonna let you get back to it. Thank you so much. It's an honor to have you on the insurance dudes. No, no yep. I appreciate it. Dan. Thanks for your time. I appreciate it. And we'll we'll, we'll check you. in with you year two or or maybe throughout the year and see uh See how you're doing. Yeah. Well, hopefully, I'll see you on that swanky trip to Middle Nowhere, Iowa, or wherever we're going. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Perfect. We'll see you, brother. I see you, man. Have a good one. Hey, you've got to check out the Insurance Dudes Inner Circle coming soon, where you get extended interviews as well as live coffee talks in our private Facebook group. Join the mailing list today at theinsurancedudespodcast.com. Hey, thanks for checking out the insurance dudes. Hey, please subscribe. We got some really great stuff coming out.